And that's Florida Georgia Line with uh, Anything Goes. The song is named Good Good. Uh, coming from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, having gone to school there on the Florida Georgia Line, I can kind of relate to these boys, that Southern rock. But uh, let's talk about a little bit, uh, a little educational. A lot of handicappers use workouts, view workouts universally. In other words, they'll compare a gate work at Gulfstream to a gate work at Palmetto's to a gate work at Churchill to a gate work at Belmont to a gate work on the Oklahoma at Saratoga to a gate work at Saratoga on the main track, all the same. The Keeneland track, etc. That is a really fatal mistake for handicappers to make when they generalize about workouts. You might get a 46 and 4 at Keeneland and a 48 and 4 at Churchill. And they think, well, the 46 and 4 was better than, uh, at Keeneland than the 48 and 4 at Churchill. Well, they're wrong. They're dead wrong. At Keeneland, there's a five second run up, a long run up to the pole, so horses are in full, uh, in full stride. At Churchill, the gate is located in a little chute right above the, uh, the 516 pole on, on the main here. And horses have sort of a, a, a quick not even a sixteenth of a mile run to the quarter pole and then take an immediate left turn. So the timing, um, I think the first eighth of a, uh, the first split from the gate to the quarter pole at Churchill Downs is eight seconds. So uh, that's not anywhere near you can compare to what you hear or what you see at Keeneland. On the Oklahoma track at Saratoga, the Oklahoma track, it's, the, the gate stands almost in a hole. Uh, and and it, the, the gate works are timed as soon as the gate opens, where on the main track at Saratoga, there's a five-second run-up from the gate all the way to the, to the six-and-a-half pole, or as clockers do it, uh, the NYRA clockers do it, they wait till the three-quarter pole and tack on 13. Uh, that extra, uh, any horse that goes 13 from out of the gate will never be a winner, but that's what the, these, these guys tack on and then build a drill from there. That's why we always end up having it faster because we take it from the six and a half uh, and, and it does have a long run up. You can kind of uh, base to Keeneland and Saratoga main track on the same level as far as having faster times than what those horses really do. The way I view them, I look at a way the horse finish and how he gallops out. Uh, I try not to take a look at it at the early pace. I try to look how they finish that gate work. Um, so in a lot of ways, there's so much differences in how horses are viewed. Uh, for example, I just got a team out of the gate right now at, at Churchill Downs. The horse, uh, if, if it's true to what they go, they go eight seconds. That's really about a six and one, six and two, first sixteenth. And this is a Larry Jones with Chantel Sutherland in, in front. And... Uh, I had 18 flat for the first furlong and a half, so that's probably about a 24 and two um, first quarter with Chantel 10 in front of another bay, and and then this horse is going to go at 12 flat, so that's about a 36 and one, and she's just skiing on the horse. The horse is dragging her. I like to see that. Um, uh, she's going to go the half mile and another. Uh, 12 and three, so that's about a 48 and three. The workmate behind her went. Uh, about a 50 and four and she's going to go five eighths here 
Chantel on the Larry Jones at about 101 and four, and the other horse will go 104. Uh, so uh, that that to me is 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 kind of the the way that you know we look. I look at GateWorks. I don't I don't take each number that I see on a past performance as gospel, because like I said, each the logistic is different. At Santa Anita. They break from the gate at the three quarters. There's about a 2.3 second run up before they actually get start timing. That's about 70 feet. Think about it at Keeneland with a five second run up. That's almost 150 feet to 200 feet. Uh, you got it at um, Saratoga. Uh, you can go down. Hollywood Park used to have it in the shoot where it was right. The, 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 the clocking started right when they came out of the gate. So it's one of those things that that you have to understand each individual track to get a, a real line on what those gate works are. And a lot of handicappers have absolutely no clue. They want to tell you they know, but they don't. This is a, it's a common theme in racing. A lot of people think they know, but you ask them how do they clock gate works at Gulfstream Park. Well, the gate is located in the chute now. And as soon as they get out of the gate, that's when you start timing. Um, let's find other tracks um, that I can tell you about. Delmar, same thing, out in the chute. As soon as they come out of the gate, it's an about distance for the quarter. From the gate down to the wire for the first quarter, and they gallop and they finish through the turn and out to the backside. The 5.8s would be the 5.8s uh, 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 from, from the gate. So you get a time on that. Again, that's an about distance. And a lot of the times, the gates are not placed in the same spot all the time. They're just not. So at Saratoga, sometimes the gate will be farther back than other times. It'll be more forward. There's a tree there. And and if you sit in the same place, you could see where the gate was being placed at different spots. So you can't time from the gate. It's not a, a, a sixteenth of a mile from the gate to the six and a half. So you can't take from the gate. You've got to start at the six and a half and clock them every spot. Here at Churchill, you take them at the quarter pole. You tack on six, six, and two, uh, the first eighth of a mile, because no horse goes eight for eight, a half, a sixteenth of a mile in eight for eight, eight seconds. That's, that horse will never win. That's slow. Horses come out of running from the gate. They usually go six, six, and one. They don't go 13. So a lot of the times... The times you see in your past performances on the gates, they're really kind of just really adjusted times. They're not real times. And I find it to be a, a, absolutely a, a, a joke when I see the DRF clocking in 100s, like they're accurate. No, they're not. They're actually as inaccurate as anybody else because they're, they're, it's a subjective time, not a true time. A true time is with a timer. From, and we prove, we've seen that that doesn't work either. From a timer from point A to point B, this is what we got. It's a true time. Then you can maybe look at 100s. The 100s is the biggest joke in the world. Um, but here, for example, at Churchill, the gate, it's subjective times out of the gate. You've got to be able to watch and tell you how those horses went. Now, on the other hand, you've got Keeneland with has a five-second run-up. So a horse could break dead slow, pick it up, and work 46 and change. And 
and the first eighth of a mile is always going to be really fast. I always look at the last three eighths to give me an, a, a, a barometer of how that horse finished. And then they gallop out. They finish five eighths out to the to the seven and a half because Keelan is a mile and a sixteen track. A lot another thing a lot of handicappers don't know. Uh, the funniest one was when Run Happy was going to work a mile, and Laura Wallers called up to the clockers and said, "Hey." I'm going to work from the wire to the wire a mile. And the clockers had to tell her, hey, Laura, this is a mile and a 16th track. You're actually working a mile and a 16th? Just let us know. So little things like that that, that handicappers don't understand, they don't get. Um, uh, the other one is turf works. At Saratoga, they move the cones all the time. And I think the clockers adjust with the cones being moved with a formula that I have yet to figure out. And... Also, the Saratoga turf course, the one they use for training on the Oklahoma, is not a full seven-eighths. It's six and three-quarters, six and something. So you have to adjust that. Um, and the times look slow. It's not because the turf is deep. That's a really fast turf course. But because of the way the dogs are put out, how far they're away from the rail. Um, and when you have dogs out, out far on the on the far turn it takes horses a second and a half to two seconds to um to be able to go around those turns where it usually takes them a lot shorter time um another another way that workouts are misjudged is people think every half mile goes from the half mile to the wire no there's half miles that go from the three eighths out to the seven eighths pole for a half mile there's and, and even that can be sketchy because sometimes you'll have clockers, horse will go from a half mile to the wire in 49, out to the five, to the seven eighths in a minute three, but that horse will get a 49. He really went five eighths, but the clockers asked the trainer, what do they think, what, what, what do they want? And the trainer kind of tells them, well, I'll take the half mile, especially if the five-eighths is a fast time. So uh, there are so many little things that are not, that, are, that, that you cannot take universally. Uh, here at Churchill, it's a mile track. So horses go a half mile out to the seven-eighths for five-eighths and gallop out to the three-quarters for, uh, for uh, three-quarters of a time. So... I'll take them all the way out three quarters. I'll have a horse going 48, 101, 113, and four for three quarters. He'll get a 48 and two, 48 and one. The horse did a lot more. Again, using those times as gospel, I had a guy tell me, Pletcher works only horses half a mile. No, he doesn't. They go five eighths out three quarters. So does Chad Brown. But because only saw, he only saw the half mile listed. That's the only thing that ever that ever meant anything to him. Well, they don't stop as soon as that half mile is over. And for example, Pletcher will go 49, 101 and change, 101 and three, and not 15 and four. He pushes those horses to go three quarters. My greatest example is when I when uh, um, Taprit was working for the uh, for the Travers, and they gave him 50 and four. What he really went 50 and four, 101 and four, 13 and four, and out in 27 and change galloping out a mile as well so uh, there's so many little things that 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 
you don't know when you're looking at a naked time on a past performance that workout reports can actually answer. And there's a lot of guys that want to tell you, oh, workout reports don't mean anything, this and that. They're absolutely clueless. They absolutely have never been to workouts. They do not understand it. And, and, but they want to tell you how much they know with their knowledge. And yet, they're just bullshitting you. This game is a lot about how many people can bullshit you. As a horse player, as a horse owner, as a breeder... I have to get the right information to be able to make my decisions with my horses or my decisions when I'm looking at a horse train. And I find that more people bullshit their way through this game than I have ever heard before anywhere. So be careful who you listen to. If you get some goofball on, on the internet trying to tell you workouts don't mean it, they're knocking clockers, they couldn't stand one second in our shoes and do what we do and deal with cataloging 5,000 horses. They give absolutely people no credit for actually cataloging a high volume of horses going in a chaotic uh, pattern every morning at the track. But these guys know better. Be smart. As a handicapper, you have to be smart. Don't be a knucklehead like these guys on Twitter. Who all they're doing is they want to pound their chest how great they are from fake accounts without a name on it. Don't listen to that shit. That's garbage. Twitter is garbage. It's garbage in and garbage out. You have to be, as a person, as a handicapper, you have to know who you can listen to in workouts, in gateworks, in, in, in racing, in trips, that, that are reputable people that don't lie to you just to make yourself look good, just to make themselves look good. And also, I look at it, if somebody's going to give me information, I better see a name on there. And I better see something that tells me that this person actually is official and knows what they're talking about. Because that's not out there. In this game, you have to watch. It's buyer beware. I've seen some, some sites with picks. No name. No nothing. Why? So they don't have to answer to you. So when you're reading about workouts, and there's this cat that keeps going back and forth from the turf course to, to the main and back. And, and I think one of the issues is they're, they're mowing the lawn, as you can hear it, on the inside of the infield. And this cat is probably going nuts. A huge cat, too. And uh, just crossed the path of a Jimmy DeVito chestnut. And the horse looked at him like, who are you? And what are you doing? I got him going 23-4 and four through, the, through the stretch here, uh, across the stretch. Not bad for, for, uh, for a cat. Not black. He's not black. He was actually an orange cat. But... Um, just be smart. I, I look at Twitter with a lot of disdain because I just think people want to hear themselves trying to be smart. I see people writing about workouts that they've never even seen trying to be smart. I've seen people writing about these horses being sold for a ton of money trying to be smart. You know what? You be smart. Just look at it and laugh it off because that's all it is. 
And when you're looking at workouts and you're looking at stuff on the daily racing form, rely on people that actually do this for a living or actually have been around for a long time that tell you what the truth is. As a handicapper, you got to weed through a lot of garbage just to get to the truth. And I hope that this helps you get one thing in your, in your mind. I'm not, I want you to tell yourself, I'm not going to listen to every Tom, Dick, and Jane who thinks they know something in social media, at the track. How about at the track? How about some of you that hang out at the track a lot? I used to. I used to hear the stupidest garbage. I heard a friend of mine yesterday was telling me, oh, I'm getting good info from Saratoga. I'm getting this. I'm getting that. You know. But the horses aren't breaking. So was it good info? Or was it that this person was not was just regurgitating something that somebody else says. That's the other part of it. Who regurg- Who actually is getting the information firsthand and not regurgitating something they heard from somebody else? You got guys that take, they buy my workout report, they buy DRF's workout report, and then they come across having their own, you know, handicapping picks and telling you how much they know because of their clockers. Well, I ain't nobody's clocker. I work for my Racing with Bruno clients. And anybody that buys my stuff and wants to tell them I'm their clocker, I got a few words for them. Because I'm not. They don't pay me. They pay me for my products. Just as they pay the the DRF. Or in, in cases, they get them sent to them for free. So, when you're trying to learn about this game... And I'm trying to help you try to understand Gateworks and how things work. And I go into the direction here of misinformation that's on Twitter, it's on social media, Facebook, even in, 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 in some accredited media publications. Know who you're dealing with. And get your information from people that are actually on hand first, firsthand. As you know, social media is shoot first, ask questions later. That's not how we do things here. I'm here every morning watching these horses and doing it firsthand. And as I'm trying to teach you that you cannot take everything that's in your past performance as gospel. And you've got to understand, oh, wait a minute, this horse worked at Mammoth. And he's shipping into Saratoga. How have these horses been doing? Um, especially first-time starters. Have they been running well? No, they haven't. You know, you have to know that stuff. You have to rely on somebody that actually can give you, um, that can get you to understand those horses better. I hope this has been hopeful, uh, helpful to you. I always hope that I can help the player bring themselves to take their game to another level and that's why a lot of people go to racingwithbruno.com we help them get we help them get to another level and i hope i can help you do that so as florida georgia line would say it good good and uh we hope that you are enjoying that you enjoyed today's you, you enjoyed today's podcast as i get back the clock in here at churchill downs